Hello and welcome. We're very glad you're joining us for another look at God's Word. It's great to have you here. If you've been following us over the past few weeks, you know that we've been going through end-time events. Basically, things that have happened are happening and will happen in the future according to the Bible. Towards the end of our study, we will create a timeline that will place each part we have reviewed in chronological order. As part of today's piece, this will be an introduction to a mini-series within itself. We'll be doing an introduction to the message that was given to the seven different churches that will exist in the last days. Today is part six. Each of the following mini-parts, if you will, will discuss the message to each church individually. I am convinced that we're living in the end times and we really need to understand what is happening, how it relates to us as a group and individually, and what we need to do to remain firm and immovable in our faith in the Lord. I wish I could tell you that things will get better, but I can't, because I would be denying God's truth. But the good news is that those of us that have put our faith in Christ as each day passes, we are getting closer and closer to our resurrection in Him. Everything in this world will pass one day, sooner or later, and we know that what God has prepared for those that love Him is far better than anything this world can offer. So as part of today's prayer focus, I would like to encourage you to pray for God's vision in your life and that He may be able to help you see things through His eyes. We need to learn to look at the bigger picture, or if you prefer, we need to learn to stay focused on the forest as opposed to the bushes and shrubs within the forest. You can pick any analogy you want, but I think you understand what I'm trying to get at. Without God's vision in our lives, we will never be able to know how to make big picture decisions. Otherwise, our decisions will always be focused on short-term goals, which don't take us very far. And as always, we need the guidance of the Holy Spirit in our lives so we can live enlightened and focused lives. So having said that, Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I worship you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, O Lord, for your Son, Jesus Christ, that makes everything possible, starting with the salvation of our souls, of our lives. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you help us, O Lord, to be able to gain your vision. Your view on things, Lord, to, that we may be able to see the things that you want to accomplish, Lord, and that we may be, be able to put those things first. Heavenly Father, help us to always have a clear understanding and to be able to also have a soft heart, Lord God. Heavenly Father, I pray that you may speak to us through your word, through your Holy Spirit, O oh Lord, and that we may not be discouraged that we're talking about end times, but rather that we may Look at it as what it is, an opportunity to continue seeking after you, Lord, and to be able to fulfill the things that you have for our lives, even in these times. And I know, Lord God, that even if these times are tough, I know that you want to do great things, Lord. I give you thanks and I praise you, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. As I mentioned before, we will be introducing today... The End Time Message to the Seven Churches. Today's passage can be found in Revelation chapter 1, verse 1 to 6. And this is what we read. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants. Things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. 
Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it. For the time is near. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Through divine inspiration, the Lord through John had a special and unique message for each church in the end times. Now, this does not mean that there will only be seven churches left in the end. What the message to each of the churches in Asia means is that it is aimed to either church groups that have similar characteristics or people with similar characteristics to those described in the various passages. The various messages to the different churches identify issues and what needs to happen so that those issues are corrected before it's too late. Because there is such a thing as timing. Timing is everything. One of the main things that we always need to keep in mind is that throughout Scripture, we are warned about the uncertainty of time. Anything can happen to anyone at any time. It is unwise to listen to the Word of God and not respond to it immediately without hesitation or delay because of the uncertainty of life. What we can learn through studying the Bible as a whole is that the way we live our lives does in fact matter. The major flaw that exists in some so-called gospels or doctrines that are being taught today as truth is that God is not too concerned about what you're doing and that the only thing that matters is that your faith and trust is put on Christ. That's false. That's only half of the truth. The whole truth is that faith in Christ is in fact essential, but also we as Christians need to live a life of repentance and change of transformation, of maturing, of growth, and of service to the Lord. God takes us in just as we are. But when we are in a position to start over from scratch with Him, not to just keep going the way He found us, if you will. That's why these messages to these various churches are vital. Because God wants for them to turn from the wrong they are doing so they don't lose out on the things He has prepared for them. Or else, why then even read and study the Bible? We don't win anything by studying His Word as an intellectual pursuit for knowledge. His Word is a guide for how we need to live our lives. Now, these seven churches are known by their names, and their names are based on their locations. In other words, they are known by the cities they are located within. Geography or location plays a major role in understanding what is happening with each of them. The names of the seven churches are Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. With regards to location, we as believers in Christ cannot go by what society or civilization we live dictates. We need to bear in mind that even though we live somewhere on this planet, at a certain location, it does not mean that we have to adopt other people's customs and lifestyles. Actually, it's quite the contrary. The Bible says that we are to be holy, which means to be separated that we need to be doing our own thing. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 to 16 says, Therefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, 
not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. The Bible says that we need to be a peculiar people, that we should have a certain way of doing things and living life, and of course, everything according to what the Bible teaches. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to get it all right, but we need to aim to get the very important stuff under control, if you will. And that is what each passage written to each church group and or type of person is for, to address those things that simply need to change through the work of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 12 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, why is transformation so necessary? Why is it so important to change? There are a number of reasons. The reason that should be first in line is a consideration we should give to what God did through Jesus Christ for the love he showed us. If there is anything that should have the preeminence in our lives is love. Love for God, for Jesus Christ, for their goodness towards us. God did something for us that was completely unmerited. Even though we were his enemies and lost in our sins, he loved us sacrificially. This is what grace is all about. The second reason should be because there are great purposes set for our lives. But how can we ever fulfill those purposes if our faith doesn't grow, or if we lack godly vision and wisdom, or if think and act selfishly? And so many other things that need to change in our lives. The passage today says that he made us kings and priests to his God and Father. And with that comes great responsibility and accountability. If we continue doing the same wrong things over and over, how will we then be able to govern or guide or teach or help anyone? It's like someone working as a lifeguard in an ocean beach with lots of undercurrents and they don't even know how to swim. The great news is that all we need is love, faith, and the will to let God work in our lives through His Holy Spirit. If we are truly committed to the Lord, He will take care of the rest. But He needs to become our everything, our priority. He has to be first place as the Lord of our lives. And that is all dictated by our own personal decision and nothing else. So as we start looking at these different messages to each of these churches, I hope you will keep an open mind and let God work as he needs to in your life for your own good and for the good of those that surround you, like your family, your friends, and everyone else that God may put in your way. Let God do the wonderful work he wants to do in your life. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I give you thanks, O Lord, because you do have a plan for each one of us. You do have great things that you want to accomplish in each of our lives. And Heavenly Father, it doesn't even matter on what time of history we're living in. You want to accomplish those things. That is why you're speaking to us through your word. That is why you're teaching us what you're teaching us, O Lord. That is why you want us to change and to be different, Lord God. So that those great things can in fact happen. And that we can be a positive impact to the world that's around us, O Lord. Heavenly Father, just because we're living in the end doesn't mean that we have to give in to that, but rather that we do what we need to do and that we may be salt and light in the world that needs it so much, Lord. 
Heavenly Father, help us to be strong in you. Help us to remain in your word, to know that you are the one that has the truth. Lord God, I give you thanks because you love us and because you want to do these things. Heavenly Father, help us to always keep in mind what you've done for us. And that, Lord God, that we may in turn love you back and give you the best that we can through our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As always, please feel free to write us at our ministry website at thelatterrain.org if you have any questions or prayer requests. And just in case, if you're interested in having us visit and speak at your church or small group, we would love to hear from you. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing the truth of God's word with the world. May God bless you, and until next time.